Hi guys, welcome to Game Talk. Today we're going to be talking about EA shenanigans, Gears of War, and mental health in gaming. I'm Calvin. I'm Ed. And I'm Cody. And this is Game Talk. So, what is... What were you going to talk about with the mental health in gaming, Ed? Uh, yeah. What game is that? Uh, we can start with that. Uh, it, that is Sea of Solitude. So, it is an EA original and it was announced last year at E3. It is something, uh, I'm not a big EA fan, as you guys will find out today on this show, yeah. but this is, this is something really neat that EA does where they support like very, very uh, small studios and they um, finance their project and 100%, as far as I know, of the proceeds that the, comp that the game studio makes, they get to keep. So it's it's pretty nice because he helps his indie de uh, developers. That's surprising. Yeah, it is surprising. Like Way Out was like that as well, and I think Faye um, was uh, as well f um, financed like that. There was another one I played on the EA Origin, uh, Unraveled. Unraveled, remember, yes. Un Unraveled. Unraveled was. That's a fun game. It it, it looked fun. I never played it, uh, but yes, that was the first one that um, EA took. Uh, for yeah, this it's new. a it's a really good uh, puzzle isn't, game. It is. Isn't like, that it, the, like a little the dude with the yarn, like the stick figure? With yarn? the yarn, yeah, like yarn. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I thought it, I, I thought it was tangled or untangled. It's a, it's a really good uh, platformer. It, it, it is like good. you use it like is. you attach you your you attach your yarn to stuff and like swing around and everything. It, it's it's a lot and of it's fun. got an interesting story and it and the gra and the graphics looks. Oh very yeah, God! Like the the oh, graphics and the, and the and the and the music is very mood setting. Yes, it, 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 it's a fun game. If you guys get a chance, I definitely uh, pick that up. I think uh, I think it goes free for the PlayStation. I think that's how uh, that's how I got mine. Um, that's how you got yours. Oh, yeah? uh, I think it was free for the PlayStation Plus. So yeah, uh, like check with the uh, PlayStation Plus. Yeah, so I played so it. I played it with the EA uh, Origin Access thing uh, when I was waiting for um, Anthem. Uh, Anthem to come out. And I, I I downloaded that like the one and two and I I, I enjoyed every second of it. It was great graphics, great story, like very very minimal story. Like it's all in the background. Right, like the right. music definitely helped the tone. Right. It's a lot of fun. All right, so back on track here. Uh, back on track. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, the mental health in video games. I think uh, mental health is a very serious topic in general, not mm -hmm. just in video games, but out in the world people can be afraid to talk about it because they think oh I'm only dealing with this you know nobody cares or right. nobody else understands mm -hmm. right so but this game CEO, uh, CEO of uh, Solitude is and this is from what I've seen from the trailer it's I don't know anything about the story yet or anything but it is about this character that feels alone in the world and you're going to go and play as this character and goes through her journey and her story and I'm assuming it deals with depression because there's a lot of like uh, dark um, uh, like dark monsters and like dark it's like a lot dark setting and mm -hmm. it is not an open world but the game developers say that you'll be able to explore because you're in a boat and you travel through the water right if you get off the boat you can risk yourself of encountering bad things and potentially you know die right but you can explore the world a little bit and if you do that you're gonna get to learn more about the character and just uh, the story and, and, and the world so this I'm really interested in this game because it's gonna deal with a very uh, very deep topic uh, about loneliness mm -hmm. and depression 
Um, and that's something I feel like video games don't talk a lot, and also just in general, that I'm really... F- and I can relate to this game. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I've been depressed before, and I have felt alone, so loneliness, you know. With I'm sure we you, all have. Exactly. Yeah. At one point or another, you, you have had those feelings, right? And you might mm-hmm. be maybe scared to talk about about them, even with your own family, because you don't want that stigma... Um, you know, like a depressed person, they always have that stigma. It's like, no, hey, just pick yourself by the books, by the bootstraps, and you're gonna feel better. Come on, that will pass. And it's not that. You know, depression is something that can be very, uh, that is something very serious, and sh- and should be looked at uh, as a, uh, in my opinion, like a disease where it needs to be taken care of. Well, so uh, I feel like it, it is, a, it is a disease. Um, yeah, but you so, know, with, with you talking about that, it's it's kind of given me a lot of vibes of uh, Hellblade, Swinna was, or s- <laughs> however you say her name, Sacrifice. Um, you know, uh, Senua's Sacrifice. Senua's. Yeah, Hellblade. So. Yep. Okay. But um, right on. I mean, that it sounds like a very interesting game. I personally haven't uh, seen anything about that, but I will definitely be checking that out. Yeah. Yeah, check out the trailer. It's a really good trailer. It doesn't. It, it gives you like a, a kind of like a feeling of what the game is gonna be. Kind of like an exploration type, right. uh, not an open world, but more like as more you explore, you're gonna learn more about this character and her story and the world. And I feel that it's it's gonna be a game that it's probably gonna be short, right? Right. But it's gonna be very deep and emotional. See, and I'm that, looking forward to that. Same. I mean, that's what I really cared about with uh, Hellblade. That game was just, from the get-go, that game just it just grabbed me. Um, not, not that yes. I personally could relate to a lot of the, the things, but it put me in, a, in the situation of someone who actually could deal with this in real life, you know, and it's uh, it opens yep. up your eyes. And I, I really appreciated that, and I really appreciated that um, the game developer of that game stepped out of the comfort zone and made a game like that. I mean, it was a fantastic game. Fantastic game! Oh yeah, Hellblade and No Sacrifice. If you have not played that game, I, mm. I recommend you getting it um, because it it is an emotional ride. It is a very um, where can you uh, where can you get uh, that? Oh, you can get that on any console. Yeah, any platform. Uh, Steam, yeah. um, Steam, for PS4, oh, yeah, Xbox. Right yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's it only goes for like twenty or thirty dollars. It's about an eight hour game. But it is well worth it. It, it is so and, worth it. And whatever you do, if you play, play with a headset. You have to play with a headset. Yeah, not not that it's scary or anything, um, but very atmospheric. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay. to kind of give the audience a little idea, without getting too far off track here, the game will talk to you. You hear voices in your head, and when you're wearing a headset, the voices will tell you what side the monster is coming from, from the left or from the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll tell you like what's going on, and they'll well, also tell you the st- yeah, story. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a very fantastic game. Voices talk to you in your head. Um, the voices mm-hmm. in your head doubt you every every step that you take. They encourage you every step you take. You kind of have a good good voice and a bad voice so in a bad way <laughs> but this is the good side of ea what's the bad side here yeah Calvin, you got some, EA. yeah you got some uh, very interesting news to say the least about ea and microtransactions I mean, uh, i've heard you guys I've, I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard about it but ea uh, a few days ago uh, they were in a uh, meeting with the uk parliament <coughs> sorry about that 
Uh, yeah, meeting. Thank you. The meeting with the UK's parliament, and one of their lawyers said, like they didn't call them loot boxes; they called them surprise, surprise mechanics, mechanics, which is lawyers speak for, "Hey, we're going to call these loot boxes." Right. You know, and they said they said they're quite ethical and quite fun and enjoyable for people to play, which is utter bullshit. I mean, like if if you played a game with loot boxes, and I think the only game that does loot boxes right is probably Overwatch. Because, yeah, you can buy the loot boxes, but the loot boxes are strictly for, like, aesthetics and, like, skins, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But, like, a lot of EA games, like Battlefront, like the new Battlefront and Battlefront 2 whatever, and uh, Battlefield, you know, uh, but I think Battlefront 2 more than anything, is, like, you like you have to, like, pay for these things, and you get in-game stuff that will make you better than the other guy who doesn't yep. pay for things. Which is a which is by definition pay to pay win. To win exactly. Pay to win. Yep. Um, to throw some yeah. some shade onto that as well, uh, is gambling is when it comes down to. And I've, I've been reading some articles past couple of days about it. And uh, what'd mm-hmm. you call it? The UK. Yeah, it was like so. It, they said they they called it surprise, surprise mechanics, mechanics while they're meeting with the UK Parliament, UK which uh, in the EU and like in Europe right now. Uh, the EA is getting a lot of flack from right. the government there. Not not so much here in the states. I, th- I know a couple of us senators who are pushing to get get rid of the boxes, but the EU is really pushing EA to get rid of the right. boxes. Yeah. what EA does is toxic, in my opinion. Oh, it's 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 very it toxic. Yeah. And for people to or for EA to say that people enjoy these game mechanics, I'm going to kind of agree with that statement to a point. Okay. When mm-hmm. you get a loot box for a level gain or for uh, a milestone completion or for whatever it is, it's nice to open mm-hmm. up a, a, a loot box and, you, you know, you're not sure on what you're going to get. But the, where I draw the line is when you have to pay money. Um, let's say you pay $10 to get, like, five loot boxes, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're trying to get a specific, uh, I don't know, skin for an Overwatch character, right? Just to put in an example. Um, out of those five loot boxes, it's only a chance. So you open up those five loot boxes, yeah. you don't get it. Okay, not a big deal. It's only ten dollars. I'll spend another ten dollars, whatever. Maybe five dollars. Next thing you know, you're ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty dollars deep into the hole with these loot boxes, and you're gambling. And that's that's the problem. Yeah. And EA is trying to skirt around it by saying that this is a surprise mechanic when theoretically it is a surprise mechanic, but in the wrong connotation where you're asking for money. I also want to say yeah. one more thing. I was reading an article. Um, uh, and I, I can't remember the YouTuber. I'll, I'm going to get online here and look him up in a second once I finish talking here. Um, oh, shoot. I, I, totally, I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, YouTuber? Yeah, a YouTuber, but uh, I, I forgot where I was going with it. Um, you guys can go ahead well, and take it. Well, for me, I don't agree, either way. I don't agree yeah. with what EA is doing. That's all the bullshit. You mm-hmm. know, and... Surprise mechanic, my ass. Okay, that's not fucking surprise mecha- mechanics. That's just almost straight up gambling, basically. Okay, what you doing? Yeah, with but the us? thing is, for the past couple of years, like that's where gaming gaming industry is going. They're going towards these loot box games, and they make a lot of money with these loot boxes. You know, mm-hmm. like, like I'm sure, like even 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 our beloved Blizzard, you know, with the Overwatch and everything, I'm sure that they're making more money off loot box sales than they are the actual than game. Than the actual the game. game. Oh, yeah. Because what they have is like a white well. A, a, you know, a, a few thousand players, maybe, I don't know, a few hundred players, where they're spent, mm-hmm. like, you know, 
hundreds and thousands of dollars on those loot boxes, right? Because the majority of people play spend maybe 20 bucks, right? But you have these mm-hmm. players that would spend, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars. Not at once, mm-hmm. obviously, over time. Those are the ones yeah. that they're really going after. And they don't want to let that go because, like you say, Calvin, they're making more money out of loot boxes than the actual fucking game. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do that, so, just give me the game for fucking free. Right. So how long has uh how long has uh, Overwatch been out? About two years now. Oh, uh, it came out in 2016, so three years now. Three years. Three years. Okay. So it, say, say the average person spends like you know five to ten dollars a month, right? Okay. So that's like that's sixty bucks a year if you spend five bucks a month, right? Yeah. So it's been out for three years. What is that like uh ninety ninety dollars right there? Uh no, it'll be like a hundred. No, not uh, Sixty. It'll be a hundred eighty. I can't math, so you know it's like, and that, and that's just one person spending like maybe five dollars a month. But you know, like there, there's kids out there, people out there who spend at least like fifty, hundred dollars in one weekend. <laughs> yeah, you know, because they want those loot, they want those skins, they want those uh, stickers and everything for the game. You know, so it's 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 a way to get money. It's a way to get money, and I mean, an Activision. I, I I don't think EA has released their numbers, but I know Activision has, and they they made like billion. Uh, like over a billion dollars in microtransactions last year like it is a big part Mm. of their overall uh uh revenue Mm -hmm. that they don't want to let that go i mean let and i understand you know if i was running a company and i was making over a billion dollars in revenue out of microtransactions do you honestly think that i'm gonna be like you know what no microtransactions the fuck no. no i will keep it going but don't be this like uh Sneaky little brown nose with a hidden agenda, you right. know, yeah. where surprise, surprise, surprise mechanics, mechanics. just know. fucking call it for what it is. Right. Okay. Now, uh, to kind of get back to where I was going, I, I remember what I wanted to say. Um, the person I was talking about, uh, his YouTube name is Clean Prince Gaming. Go check him out. Uh-huh. Um, but he made a video about the EA and surprise mechanics, and he states that he, he, he makes he makes a very good statement or a very good observation here. Um, let's say, you know, Destiny 2, okay? When you buy mm-hmm. Destiny 2, you buy, or you, you pay the $60 for it, then you pay whatever it else, uh, uh, for the season pass, yada, yada, whatever. Theoretically, every game you buy, you theoretically do not own, if that makes sense. And what, I, what I'm trying to say with that is, you know, give it like five, ten years, I'm not saying Destiny in general, but any game that yeah, comes out. Yeah, the server, out, like, will go down. Exactly. Once mm-hmm. that servers go down... It's done. You can't play it no it's more. Done. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I, I didn't I didn't think about. It. I've, I've never thought about evolve. That. Well, you're right. Like, exactly. Like evolve. Uh, evolve. Yeah, I used to love playing evolve. That's gone. Uh, Paragon. Paragon. That's gone. Yeah. You know. And, and there's been yeah, other H one Z one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Mag from the PS three era. Those yeah. things. Those games you can't play it anymore. And and when you say evolve, it hurt my heart because I used to love yeah, that fucking game. Yeah, I mean. It, Evolve was a very good game. It was very fleshed out. I mean, it had its, it had its pros and it had its cons. But uh, to get kind of back up on, onto this is whatever you buy, like even if it's a physical copy or a digital download, you, you pay the $62 or whatever, however much it costs, you might, quotations, own the game, but you don't fully own that game. And then when you spend another mm-hmm. $10, 20 30 $50, $100 on microtransactions, in-game skins, at any point in time, that developer can go under, you know, um, and just... Co- and the server just shuts down. the server down, shuts yeah. down, you're done. The only games that could probably you keep forever 
it's if it's if it's a physical copy and it does not, and does not have like a An online. online requirement, mm-hmm. you know. Which is which is why when they were uh, when they announced uh, like the new Star Wars Battlefront a couple of years ago, I was like, oh shit, yeah, because I remember on PS2, you know, like a like Battlefront one and two, like you can play that offline. Like it, it was it was it was mainly an offline yep. game that you had like you know like local multiplayer, but you yep. could play it online. And I thought I was going to have that, but no, there was no offline multiplayer. It was just straight online. Right. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I was kind of pissed about that. You right. know? Yeah. Yeah, because he that YouTuber brings a very interesting point. Um, you know, you don't typically own the games, and that goes for physical mm-hmm. cop for digital copies. You know, even more yeah. because even if you buy a single player um, mm-hmm. game, uh, you still don't own it yep. because this happened with Alan Wake, and I mentioned this I think last week or a couple of weeks ago, where you couldn't play it if it was digital because of the music rights, right? right. Uh, so really? you could only play it if you had the disc, not if you had the digital copy. So you don't own anything, even if it's digital. That's why I don't buy digital. I always buy mm-hmm. the physical copy. I may buy a digital on my PC, right? But I still buy the physical copy for either Xbox or PS4 because right. I want to own the game. Right. Unless it's like, oh. obviously, like the, the Division, you know, something that it's like multiplayer or online shit. Yeah. Obviously, those I'm never going to own even if I have the physical copy. I don't know if you guys remember, but like uh, when San Andreas came out, it had this huge uh, soundtrack, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But when they re-released the game, like in the, the HD version or whatever on PC a few years back, uh, a lot of the music was gone. Oh, really? You know, because the because the copyright. Because the copyrights, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. I, I never thought about that. Like for like online games, like Destiny and shit like that, you don't really own the game. You own like maybe. 20% of it. No, I mean, you own like, the rights you know, to then, play it. You own the rights, <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the thing. Give it, like, you know, I'm not going to say Destiny's going to die anytime soon, but let's just jump ahead and, hype, like, uh, just say let's hypothetically. Jump three, four years down the line. Um, when Destiny 3 comes yeah, out. Destiny, yeah. well, I think Destiny 3 is about like, a couple years from now, probably. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not. I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that's. I mean, yeah, we that's get, a the whole different topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, my personal think on Destiny Three is I think they're gonna flesh out Destiny Two. Uh, oh yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna Destiny get their 3. toes wet a little bit as being a single, independent studio. Um, yeah, because they broke with Activision. Yeah. Yep, I think Destiny Three will, won't come out for at least another three to four years. I hope because I think Destiny Two still has a lot of life left in it. Like I played the Season of Opulence. You know, I did the Menagerie. That was the most fun I've had in Destiny Two since probably it came out. You know. You know. And I mean, I'm I'm gonna give it some credit where some credit is due. The menagerie is fun. Uh, Ed and I were mm. actually having a conversation about this last night. Um, I I get I get bored of De- uh, Destiny too. I just mm-hmm. unlike D one where I can just put hours and hours and hours and hours and play every single day and, and do the same content over and over and over again. I just can't do it in D two. I don't know I don't know what's missing there. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's something that's missing in D two that D one had. It's, it's that's a spark, special. It, it had D one had this special. I don't know something special that D one had that D two doesn't have because I get bored of playing D two. I never got bored mm-hmm. of playing D one. Obviously, you know I, I I took breaks, but I enjoy playing D one. Right. But and I kinda... still feel the itch to play it. Oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. And if yeah. you guys are joining us on this episode a little late, go back and watch. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago we, we really talked about. Two weeks about. ago, I think episode five. Episode five. Um, yeah, episode five. If you guys want to know more about our thoughts on Destiny, uh, go back and rewatch that video. 
Um, yep. It talks about the new Shadow Keep um, reveal, and we go in depth about Destiny, Destiny Two. But yeah, Destiny One eventually is gonna go off, and we won't be able to play it. Destiny and I've been one, thinking about that as D2. well because when the day comes and I won't be able to play D1, I don't know what I would do with myself because I still play D1 every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I still remember. I still remember when they were shutting off the Halo Two servers, and there was this a group of guys who were doing a deathmatch, like deathmatch, 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 and they were just staying in the game um, because, like, once they logged off, the sh- the servers were shut they down. Shut, like, shut down. Microsoft was waiting for them to uh, finish their game. Right. Before they shut it off, and I thought it was like, that was really something special because Halo Two was a great game. It was game. a great game, and and the multiplayer that was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Which was which I'm glad they're coming out with the Master Chief Collection. I'm sorry, the yeah the the, the Master Chief Collection. Uh, collect. I think it's Collector's right. Edition. Yeah, when like anyways, they're they're coming out with the Halo for PC, and I'm super excited about that. But so from speaking of PC, yeah, speaking of PC, from Gears from a bad company, I guess Cody, I guess has something. Oh, to say Gears 5. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, y'all know if you've been following our podcast, I'm a huge, huge Gears of War fan. Always have been, always will be. Gears 5, I'm kind of on the fence with it, guys. I'm, I'm, I don't I yeah. don't know about it. Um, uh, there was uh, uh, a hunting, I think that's what the new game mode is called, a uh, 10-minute video that was released or whatnot, and I watched it. But it just, it doesn't grab me. Um, it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a Gears of War. Um, the graphics look okay, but I'm I'm not too I'm not too sure about this. I'm not, I, you know, I I really don't know about Gears Five. I'm kind of kind of nervous about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, I did I did see that the Microsoft released the uh, what's it called the the first one like the the HD version or whatever. Yeah, the remastered and, and it. I, yeah, the remastered version, and I downloaded that, and I was going to ask you if you want to play that later See, with me. See, I would love to do that, and this is kind of another topic for a future I'd like to talk about, but I'll, I'll kind of scratch mm-hmm. the surface a bit. If I could play Halo Wars 2 and other Xbox games on my PC, I should be able to have all my Gears of War that I have on my Xbox One and be able to play it on my PC and get a code for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't have the gears on the PC, unfortunately. Well, uh, it, it it comes with the uh, it, that that monthly that new Xbox, the Microsoft Xbox thing that the going game on. The Game Pass, yep. Yeah, it comes with that. Right. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely look into it. But what I really want to talk about with Gears Five is how they're they're introducing free content for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't going to be a season pass. Um, and which is nice. Which is very nice. And I do have to give Battlefield Five, um, the latest Battlefield that came out last year, even though it got so much hate. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But they were the first ones to step up and say, "No more season passes, no more, no more of that. Um, all of our content that we're going to release is going to be free to to all the public." And a lot of games have started to do that. The Division, um, now Gears mm-hmm. Five, a, a few other games. Anthem. That I, Anthem, exactly. Um, so I, I really like the stuff that they're taking with that and that game developers are starting to realize, like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe we should start doing this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it has to do with what the decision on what they want to do with that, like if they want to boost up sales that way. I don't know, but I like it. 
have have the coalition mentioned that uh, any microtransactions? I think uh, are they gonna have any microtransactions um, in this game? In this game, I th do you know? I th I think so. Um, I'm okay. going I'm going through the article right now. Um, oh, here we go. So Gears Five will feature no season pass, no loot boxes, and free DLC maps for matchmaking and private play. So. Wow. I have to give him props. <laughs> no microtransactions. Also in this article. No microtransactions. Yeah, also in this article. Um, do, 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 it, it basically states the fact that uh, there, there are going to be, quotation, loot boxes in a way. But okay. what's in these loot boxes, uh, just like um, uh, Overwatch. You can buy what you want. No, well, yes, but... Um, it's kind of random. It, it's random, and you have a chance... Um, the more you play the game, uh, the more you level up or whatever, you, the more loot boxes you get, and the more skins for your weapons and characters and abilities, uh, different like uh, blood splatters, um, you get from these loot boxes. So everything that's in the game, um, some of it will be available right away, and some of it will not be available right away for you. So it rewards the player for actually playing the game and getting uh, a skin that they, they, they want. So... I think that's a that's okay. a really good big step in gaming industry in general. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I'm excited then. Yeah, it's it. I mean, like I said, I'm kind of on the fence with it because I'm not I'm not too sure about this new game mode, uh, haunting, that I'm seeing from it. It it really doesn't look all that interesting to me. Um, but I am more interested in the story campaign as I always have been, uh, to, right. just mm -hmm. to see where the story is going. Um, in my opinion, uh, Gears, um, they, they have always made, probably, in my personal opinion, the best story campaigns I've ever played. Yeah, God, I, I remember in 2006 uh, when I was playing Gears of War, like the first one on my Xbox. God, I loved that. That was such a fun game. Oh, like, the yeah. whole, like, <laughs> running from cover, you know, like, you chainsaw a dude in half. So much fun, dude. That was so satisfying to watch. Oh, it was. Which is why I'm super excited to play uh, the remastered version on the computer because that's why I, I, I want to relive that. You know? Yeah, I can play it with you. Years ago? Uh, Kelvin, I can play it with you. <laughs> Please. Yeah, it, it's uh, <laughs> Please. The, the remastered version looks really, really slick. Uh, Ed and I played it. Uh, I think yeah. I think you played it with me on the Xbox. We did? Yeah, uh, we did. Yeah, uh, so we yeah, did. Uh, on the Xbox, it looked it looked great at 30 frames. So I can only imagine how good it's gonna look uh, on the PC. On the PC, yeah, it will look nice. Cause that was in the Xbox glorious one. sixty frames per second. Yeah. Or probably higher. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know honestly, cause I've, I I haven't played on the PC, but I can I can imagine it'll be over sixty. I'm hoping. Yeah, I hope, hope so. <laughs> Anything lower than sixty, my eyes bleed. I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm too much of a PC master race guy, but I don't know. Like anytime like a game is like locked at thirty frames or something like that, or like it, it dips below sixty, I'm like ah. Uh, don't do this here. to me. Right. <laughs> why, are you, why are you doing this? I know I used to hop on my brother's PS4 when he was out working or, or whatnot, and I'd mm -hmm. level up his character in D2. And it was brutal, man. It was just so choppy mm -hmm. and, and brutal. It, it was hard to go from 60-plus frames to 30. Which, which like, a, like an RPG game, like maybe like like Skyrim or something like that, like I, I can get like the 30 frames per second, but if you're playing like a first-person shooter, like any kind of competitive game, 30 frames per second ain't gonna cut it, right. you know? And if you guys yeah. wanna know more about our opinion and what's going on uh, with the last E3, go back to our last episode, Ed and I talked 
pretty heavily about the new consoles and the abilities that they're uh, they're going to bring to and the table tech. now. So, yeah. And uh, this is on a more personal matter here, Skimp. What have you been up to for the past couple of weeks? Because we told <laughs> people that you were moving to DC, but we didn't really go into detail, you know. So, what, tell us tell us what happened in the last couple <coughs> weeks here. So I got a job here in DC, um, and I moved here. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and I've been slowly getting my house in order, and I, and I go back to work on uh, Monday tomorrow to uh, start work again. You know, working right here in downtown DC, and I'm loving the area so far. The wife loves it, the kid loves it. The kids love it. Nice. nice. Oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we got this big ass house. We got a two car garage. It's living the life, man. <laughs> living the living the, life. living the dream, huh? <laughs> living the, the only dream. downside is, only downside is I have to wear a suit like all the damn time. So, you know, whatever. Uh, it's DC. It's DC, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but yeah, the job is uh, it's going to be challenging. You know, I'll be, uh, and I got like a seven-man team under me. And uh, I actually, I've worked with a lot of uh, Air Force and Navy guys, which, you know, if, if I don't know if you guys are, like, anyone's listening in the military or not, but the Navy is kind of prima donnas and the Air Force are kind of prima donnas too. So, yeah, that's going to be fun to work with. <laughs> Good all old right, Army. Yeah, I'm 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 an army guy, so you know. Those Air Force guys Air Force. better 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 watch out. <laughs> yeah, they they better watch out, man. They better watch out. Awesome. Yeah, other than that, that's that's all I got going on. Sounds fun. So, right. what are we playing right now, Cody? What are you playing? Uh, well, I've been playing a lot of Magic: The Gathering Arena duels. Um, mm-hmm. it's a card-based game. Um, people who don't know. Uh, you basically, you, you it, it, it's like Yu-Gi-Oh. If people know what Yu-Gi-Oh is, um, but you Yu-Gi-Oh. or Pokemon, right. Pokemon probably better. Right. Well, <laughs> Pokemon, I don't know. Ma- magic for me, magic is is my domain. I love magic. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's uh, it's a thing that just came out. Um, and the way you play it basically is you have what's called mana, and your mana is basically your spell casting points. And you have creatures with a certain amount of mana cost, and basically to get the creatures out, you have to use your mana, cast that creature out to the battlefield, and you know these creatures do a variety of different things or whatnot. But the objective is is to get your opponent down to zero health. So, mm-hmm. um, if you guys are interested in that, uh, leave some feedback. I can talk about it more next week or whatnot. But uh, it's it's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, a little bit of games here mm. and there, a little bit of Halo Wars with you guys, uh, Overwatch. Um, that, that's about it. What about you, Ed? I don't know if I, I don't know if I told you guys this, but like, did I tell you about the Black Lotus card I did have that I wish I still held yes, on to? Yes, you did. God. Didn't you? Like looking at. Didn't you say it was? Uh, it might be in a box at your old place. <laughs> it might be. It might be. It was like it. I remember getting it in, look, a, yeah. in a in a pack back in the '90s or whatever. I, th- I think it was '90s. I can't remember, but um, like I remember having it. But I I, I wasn't very good with magic, like like my parents bought with the deck and everything, and I put it in a box somewhere. So I'm hoping it's still in a box in my parents' house. I really am because that card is worth a lot of money. Yeah, for those who are uh, a little interested in that card, that card goes for uh, was it nine thousand? Something like that. Yeah. Um, just one card. <laughs> just one card. Just yeah, one card. Not, yeah. Nothing much, you know? The most overpowered card in the game. Because what is it? Like, it brings a guy back from the graveyard or something like that? Um, you know what? I'm not too sure on what it does. Um, is it like a banned card? 
It's. I know. You, I know you can't use it in competitions. You can't use it in comps, so right? Okay, then it's banned. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I mean, if you're playing a friendly match or whatnot, go for it. <laughs> wow, go for it, right? Use a, a freaking overpowered card. <laughs> yeah, you need to find that card, man. That that card's probably the equivalent of playing Odd Job in uh, Goldeneye. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I, like, I don't know. You, you might not get that reference, Cody, but Odd yeah, Odd Job in Goldeneye was a shorter character than everyone else in, in, in the multiplayer Goldeneye on N64, and he was like impossible to hit. No, because I, he was so low. Yeah, I don't. The name's I've I've heard the name, but I don't think I know the card. It was a Odd Job from um, uh, yeah, Goldfinger. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Was it Goldfinger? No, I, I yeah. have, It was a it was, no it, was a, it was a James Bond movie from like thirty years ago, forty years ago. Yeah, I have no idea. Anyways, Calvin. I know when Do I you guys go are down James, to you guys are a James Bond fan. No. I hate, but I'll hate. I hate both. <laughs> just, we're, we're, we're done. We're done. Ending it here, Anyways. boys. Ending it out here. See all right. All right. See y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ed, what are you playing, man? Uh, I've been playing uh, a game called A Plague Tale Innocence. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, unique title. Pretty long name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, uh, I've been playing a few hours in it, and it is an adventure story driven game and you mm-hmm. played this girl Amicia uh, during the Inquis- Inquisition and also like the uh, the plague the black plague uh-huh. in Europe and mm-hmm. the Inquisition basically goes to where you live and massacres everyone because they're looking for your brother Hugo who you barely know he's been kept away because he's sick he's got something Right, mm-hmm. um, and um, you have to save your little brother, and you run away. Uh, your parents are killed. Uh, this all happened like in the first hour, so there's not really a spoiler here. Um, and you're basically trying to find out how to um, uh, trying to find answers, and also uh, you're trying to find answers on how how to how to um, cure your little brother, how to help your little brother. Because you know there's something wrong with him, you just don't know what it is, and he doesn't know either. He's, he's basically, a, a you know, he's a child, uh, mm-hmm. and you, you're basically, um, have to sneak around. This is a little bit of the gameplay here. You sneak around the guards. Um, you are always with your brother, right? Uh, but you can use them to for some puzzles, right? And there's an interesting mechanics. Uh, in the game, I'm not gonna spoil what it is. When it happens very early, but it's really, it's really neat a, a mechanic that the game has uh, with the rats um, that uh, I really, I really like because it, it, it you kind of pause and think for like a few seconds. I'm like, hmm, how am I gonna get through here? You know, um, I, I, I enjoy it so far. I really don't know a whole lot about the story because it's. We still, you know, I, the point that I'm at is still, I still don't know. But he, all I know, he gets headaches and he gets very dizzy, like he's very sick. I just don't know what's mm-hmm. wrong with him, right? And I know that the plague is in here because there's like corpses that are like eaten. The rats eat the corpse, and you can see like their flesh and their skeleton, and it's all bloody and everything. It's very gross, right? Um, and um at some point in the game like you um 
you uh, use the rats to kill guards and they get eaten alive. You know, Jesus. So, yeah, it's f- fucking crazy. <laughs> and here's the it cool is. thing, though, when you mm-hmm. there in the beginning of the game, you get you get your first kill, and she's very traumatized with that, and you get to live that right when you kill your first person. Um, so the game acknowledges that. You know how in some games when you kill the first person, the character is like, oh, okay, cool. We just keep running mm-hmm. along. <laughs> you know, more to kill. Who's you know, well, next? Not her. Right? Not her. She actually understands. And, and the characters, even her little brother was like, Amicia, no, don't do it. It's like, but I have to. I have to. You know, so the game deals with that. Uh, in a way that I haven't really seen other games do that. You know, they, they might do like the first kill. Like I know in uh, Tomb Raider, you, you do like your first kill and you're like, oh my God, what the hell? But then after mm-hmm. that, you just go on a fucking rampage, you know? You right. give a yeah, shit. Right. So, is, uh, is, is Sean Bean in the game? Because I'm watching the trailer right now and he's talking. Uh, if he is, I don't know which character he plays. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if he's in the game. And if he is, like I said, okay. I, I, I don't recognize his voice. Well, well at least if, not if, Sean, if Sean Bean's in the game, he's probably he's gonna, gonna die. die. Because he dies in everything. <laughs> yeah, he dies in everything. <laughs> I think I saw a meme about that, how uh, every, every, oh, char- yeah. every character yeah. he plays, he's, he always dies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Freaking <laughs> Bo- Boromir, uh, Alec Trevelyan, uh, Ned Stark. Yeah. Ned Stark. You know. Yeah. Just, just named three right there off the top of my head. There's probably like a bunch he, of yeah, he's you know what's fu- You know what's funny, Kelvin? <laughs> he <laughs> was uh, on uh, Hitman 2, and he was a target that you had to kill, and the game like <laughs> acknowledges that he oh dies, like his character always dies. So when you actually go kill him, he the game tells him, you know, he's very good at faking his own death, right? <laughs> so the game makes you that think, so like, mad. the game doesn't, oh w- when you actually kill him, the game kind of trolls you, like, well, is he really dead or did he fake his death? <laughs> so. That is the definition of meta right that there. That is awesome. Right? That's fantastic. That is great. I can go to bed oh smiling tonight. Right? <laughs> oh, Sean Bean. He's, he's actually a really good actor, too. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I love like, him. Anything, he's a really anything good actor. he touches, it's, it's, it's great. I love yeah. it. And what have you been playing? Have you had any time to play? I know you with with the move and everything. I don't know if, if you've had any time to play any any game. Uh, I mean, I, I started playing about a week ago again, like after I got my computer set up. But I'm playing a Total War Two right now, a Total War Warhammer Two, and I am loving it. Yeah, nice. I am loving that game. Like, it, I don't know if anyone here is familiar with Total War games. It's like a top-down campaign, control big-ass armies, real-time like strategy. That. Yeah, real-time strategy. And what I like about this one, it's it's very high fantasy. It's in the Warhammer universe, and I'm a huge fan of that 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 high fantasy setting. And, and I, I know Ed is not a fan, but I know Cody is. I, I know he's a fan. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of Total War, not the Warhammer, because I'm more used to Total War being more of a realistic Realistic, setting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Napoleon. Napoleon yeah, and Rome and uh, the Chine- uh, the Japanese and the Chinese Empire mm-hmm. done that as well. Shogun. Yeah, but I'm having a lot of fun playing that right now. And also, I'm, I'm playing uh, Wolfenstein 2, uh, uh, the new Colossus, and that is a fun game. That is Killing never- Nazis has never been so much fun. It's never been so much fun, right? <laughs> well, Just running around with an axe, you know, it, it's, it's great. Let me, uh, let me tell you something. If you like to kill Nazis, um, this is completely in the future here for what I wanted to talk about, but... I guess a little sneak peek for you guys. Um, there's a new zombie game coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, 
I'm spacing it in my mind. Um, zombie Army, that's what it's called. Uh, a new Zombie Army okay. is coming out. But uh, there you go, Calvin. Take a look at that. <laughs> zombie Army. Okay. Um, they, okay. They've already made okay, yeah. They made two of them already. Uh, the first two games mm-hmm. I played, they're fantastic. They're fun. I'd, I'd buy it again, and I'd play it with you. Okay. But Well, uh, yeah, other than uh, Total War and um, Wolfenstein, I'm probably going to play uh, the Gears of War. The I tonight gotta, or tomorrow or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I gotta install Gears of War, but yeah, um, definitely play Gears of War again. That's now, is it? No, if I remember, it's only it, is it two player or four player up to Gears One is four or uh, two player. Uh, mm-hmm. Gears yeah, One and Gears Two is two player. Gears Three, I think, is four player. A four player co op. Yeah, yeah, and the newest one okay. is two, as well, right? Okay. Um. You know what? I'm I'm not sure. I, I think I think everything after or everything after two, is more than two players. Um, I think they introduced that mm-hmm. in Gears Three. Uh, okay. Okay. But I I I'm not sure. I never played with more than them. More than I never another person. More than one other person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And also, just to remind you guys, we are less than two weeks away from season three of Stranger, uh, Stranger Things. Right. Oh, man. I am super uh, excited for that. Thank I you for reminding me about stuck. that. Thank you for reminding me, right? Like, I, I've been trying to forget it. You know, I've been watching, I started watching Stranger Things again yes, yesterday, mm-hmm. but I'm trying not to, you know, to think about season three. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> and I saw the new trailer that came out recently. That looks so good. Oh, oh my god! I, I haven't, I haven't seen that. I'm gonna have to go check that out. Dude, the, you're gonna have they, to check like, that out. Like log on to Netflix and uh, watch the trailer, man. It looks way good. Oh, oh man. my god! I'm, I'm stoked. I can't wait for for season three. Oh man! Why? And they're so grown up too. I mean, I can't believe that we saw them as very little kids and now they're like teenagers and now. You know. I like, I, I like how they're doing that. Like, like there's like a year between seasons or whatever, and they're actually like in, in story wise, there's a year in between like you know like right. actual well, like, times. Yeah, what happens? So it actually follows. And I, 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 and I appreciate that because like you know I, what I hate is like twenty two year olds trying to pass off as like fifteen year olds. Right. You know or I mean? they're twenty five and they're trying to pass like eighteen. Or 17. Exactly. You know, it's like, yeah. come on. You know damn 16 or 18. Uh, like some high school, the musical shit. Because right. you know? I know, like, uh, v- Vampire Diaries uh, mm-hmm. used to pass like that. Like, those characters were definitely in the 20s, and they were trying to pass, like, 16 and 17. I'm like, come on now. You definitely don't look like a 16 or 17-year-old, okay? Yeah. But but it comes out July the 4th, and uh, that's a 4th. Thursday, so I'm going to be taking that day off. That, just binge-watching it. That it's 4th of July, so you should have it off anyways. So. Well, I'm going to lock myself in my room. Oh, yeah. Oh, show. yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Like, that. that is a holiday. And since like it's a holiday. Like, kids go away. Yeah. You know? At midnight, I'm going to be starting. Like, at midnight, I'm going to yeah, see I'm, if I it comes available. That, yeah. yeah. Because if it is, I'm going to start watching it right there at midnight. I don't give a shit. I'm watching Stranger yeah. Things. I wake up in the morning, Stranger Things 3, and Marathon. Marathon, yep. that thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bench watch. Bench watch it. Ben's watching that. Yep, for sure. You guys probably won't see me for a day or two, you know? <laughs> so. Well, I'll unfortunately be out of town, so I'll be a little mm-hmm. bit behind. So, no spoilers. Where are you going? Where are you going? Um, I'm going to go up to my grandparents' house. Uh, uh, we're, we're spreading my uh, grandfather's ashes up in the mountains, so... Um, fourth, okay. fourth of July was one of his favorite holidays, so oh, we decided to. Holiday. Yeah, we decided to uh, go up there and do it on the fourth. 
and do it on the fourth. All right, that's okay. that's a nice gesture. Yeah, that that's really good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, yeah. all right. Well, shit. Anything else anybody uh, excited about other than Stranger Things three? Um, wearing my awesome new suit tomorrow. I guess Skim uh, Calvin is excited for uh, wearing a suit. That's about it. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I like to dress up nice every once in a while. Feels good. Every once in a while is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Game Talk. Please join us next week where we talk about everything going on in the gaming world. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, see y'all later. See ya. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Game Talk Podcast and Twitter at Game Talk Nineteen. You can also come check out our page at GameTalkPodcast.com. Please leave your feedback with us at GameTalkPodcast19 at gmail.com. We will be on iTunes and all other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to subscribe and leave us a review.